0: Hi, this is Bob Pop, a voice of the New York football giants. And this is the big blue UK and Ireland podcast. also just just uh, touch on something quickly as well like you know but the 51 rule in the preseason hmm. so the 51 rule basically is you know the you like 90 man 90, a 90 man roster now of course if you have 90, if you're accounting for all 90 players you'd have no cap left because you know so the kind of rule is before the start of the season is that only the highest paid 51 players actually count against the cap hmm. so all those sort of back-end roster guys you bring guys in for like 1 million 900k they actually won't count against the cap because they'll be on the lesser paid guys. Um, Hmm. So just sort of, it's worth just noting that, you know, just because you bring someone in at 900k or 1 million, you know, a lot of the times that won't actually count against the cap because they will be 55th highest paid player, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and that's a a really, really good point to make sort of right now as well as we start to look at the free agent signings. The way that we've done these is that we've said how much we're going to sign them for, how long, um, what kind of bonuses we're giving them. But we also give you an idea of, you know, the cap space we have left at the end. And that cap space might not reflect the deal that we've just said because of the fact that it's pushing players out of the 51. And it's only really the differential between the two contracts that's going to count. So, if we leave it there with cuts and restructures we move so, Craig, on to
0: the next one just for, just again for the listeners viewers how much money are we starting with now before we start to go uh shopping in uh, harrods or <laughs> other places shopping in <laughs> um we have
1: 67.1 million to spend you wouldn't have thought Trump that change. Trump change <laughs>
0: Well, I just, so, yeah, to
1: spend to spend John Mara's money. All right. So we'll start off with the big guns, yeah. Um <laughs> we'll re-sign Jacob Eaton and ben, uh, is it Benson? Benson Whitley? Benton yep. Whitley. Um for dollars and $915,000, respectively, uh, which takes our 67 million down to six sixty-six million seven hundred grand. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's not exciting. It's not sexy. All right. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Two cheap bodies who in Easter will provide an extra quarterback in camp and while Jones recovers from his ACL um, uh, operation. And in Whitley, he bulks, bulks that numbers in that thin outside linebacker room. For those kind of numbers, if you end up cutting them, you're not. You're not gonna miss it. Like they're they're two just easy re-signs. I think they were exclusive right free agents as yeah. well. So it, it's it's a no-brainer there. Um into special teams. Uh Casey Kreiter will re-sign Casey 1.2 million million, uh dollar bonus as well. And then Gunnar Oshevsky, we will pop onto a two-year contract. Um, 1.2 million signing bonus that's spread across the two years. Year one 1.125 million, year two 1.8 million. Um, both of those deals taking us down to just over 65 million in cap space. Um, two of the more reliable sort of stewards of the special teams room last season. For Kreiter, it seems stupid not to keep the chemistry between him, Gano, and Gillen for another season. You know, you don't fix what's not broken. Uh, and in the terms of what Kreiter brings to the table not broken uh, and in gunner's case we need a reliable consistent returner and we actually need a returner for the first time in C- <laughs> C- in years we actually had one don't get you don't get rid of that you know he showed yeah. he is exactly what he is and more um, and you really for the money that you're talking there you 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 don't you know you don't push your nose up at it
0: 100%, like two like, steady Eddie players that you just like make sense. But they both earned contracts. Obviously, friend of the podcast, uh, Casey. And Gunnar like, said, yeah, he came in and he earned it. He just was steady, reliable, and that's exactly what we needed at that position. Yep. Go on, then. Take us away with a couple more uh, sexy ones. <laughs> so hey, move on to the more sexier ones. Uh, so we re-signed McLeod again to what just a 1.2 million contract. That uh, takes us down to 64.89. Uh, McLeod was always a reliable backup when called upon. An outperformed starter Audrey Jackson, who spoiler alert is not coming back. Ooh. <laughs> with the Giants cornerback room needing bodies, this was absolutely no-brainer. Um, for reference, uh 1 million 2024 uh minimum for a three-year player. Cornerback James Pierre was a, a restricted free agent last year with the Steelers and got 1.3. Um, another re-sign as Hodgins again for one million uh 5, 000, Um Takes us down to just over 64 and a half million. Uh Hodges might not have had the two thousand twenty-three that he wanted. Um, but with Slayton and one deal ahead of him, the death chart, it took lesser share of snaps uh with Hyatt. Um Shepard and Campbell's departures though would leave us thin and Hodges is a great backup to have. Um so yes, I was happy to get the, those two back in. You know, again, you know what you're getting with these guys, you know, the the the, the coaches know them uh, and they are reliable when called upon. Uh, and we did Decide to resign justin Pugh on a 1.2 million contract with 260k bonus and 100k per game bonus taking it up to 1.7 mil um for some it might be a divisive move but for us it was a bit of a no-brainer uh, the giants guard room consists of Azudu and and two mid-round players going into the third seasons pew gives the room a veteran backup rotational piece that offers invaluable behind the scenes tutorship and experience
1: absolutely um you know it's an interesting pivot from my uh, assumption two weeks ago that pew would retire at the end of the season um and and that was very quickly shot down by the man himself who said that he wants to he wants to return um the new york giants rush guys had him on the podcast recently good listen that one um, just as insightful as he was with us uh, we had a good little back and forth just about how much Hugh is valuable in ways that you wouldn't expect a football player to be valuable in your locker room um, and it makes perfect sense um, three more players, we'll go back and forth between the two of us on these three so I'll go first um, re-sign Isaiah Simmons um, could really be a Bowen decision this one but for Russ he signs up for another season Uh, might not uh, really jump out as a bona fide starter at any one position but the versatility that he brings is something that the Giants have really valued and as a pass rusher he had his career best rating of 77.2 so there's obviously a niche there for him that we could pick out with the Giants thin on rushes that could be a rotational role that he could carve out now we gave him 1.3 million uh, Signing bonus: one point one two five million um, salary and a fifty k per game bonus, which is, I, I think, is exactly the same as what he had last year uh, on his contract, or at least somebody had a similar, uh, similar age, similar kind of standing in the game had a, a similar sort of per game roster bonus there. So that takes us just under the sixty million cap space. Now we're really
0: hitting into the big guns. Um, and just on Simmons as well, I think, like you know. Again, he was traded for, <clears throat> so I think like if he has a good conversation with Bowen and um, when Bo- Bowen comes in officially, um, I think you know he could sign for another prove it deal. So I do think mm. like you know he could, you know, if, if they have good conversations, he could go out and earn himself a, a more healthier contract next season if he has a good prove it deal this year. Um, so look, we're going to do what we kind of all Giants fans want us to do. We're going to sign, resign Xavier McKinney, and we're going to sign him to sixty one and a half million. Uh, dollar contract over four years um with the additional cap money the nfl's bestowed upon the league the giants should retain mckinney and that's exactly what we're going for here the giants um, haven't had a great record in retaining their own talent but mckinney is a current captain and one of the best players in the league and he's only 24 years of age and we kind of touched on that earlier on but i just want to get, again get your thoughts about this move
1: yeah i mean it... We went back and forth on on this one. Not so much the re-signing, but kind of the money, wasn't it? Um, at one point, I said five years. Looking, you know, just to you know lift the hood up a little bit and take in, take a look inside the engine as as to what me and Kev really did here. Um, this wasn't just us pulling numbers out of the hat. Like we really did our research on this. We we had a look at the other top five safeties, um, how their contracts were um, planned out. You know, a lot of them signed their contract prior to their the expiry of their deal. So kind of the five-year contract was actually just an extension of their original rookie deal. And that's where we've come in at the four-year mark because of the fact that McKinney's actually at the end of his contract. Um, the money's backloaded, but as again we found out, contracts have money backloaded. That's just how they work. You your you cap hit in year one is is low we're Very signing boys, a, <laughs> yeah and we're signing a lot of players because a lot of players have left the giants so you might think oh it's an expensive contract but we've gone four year you know, 4 million year 1 11.5 year 2 12.5 year th- 3 14.5 year 4 with a 50 million bonus spread across that so it's a lot of money but when you actually break it down and you know, me and Kev, neither of us are general managers or cat, you know, cat people working in the NFL. This is just our opinion on on how it yeah. works. But I personally think that that's a pretty good deal. I mean, what 61.5 million across four years. Yeah, that's it comes to bit quick 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 maths off the top of my head, 14.6 around that? It's
0: 15.3. 15.3. So, so, so yeah. it gets them, it gets them over that fifteen mil per year that people like to see on, on social media and stuff like that, you know, although, mm. you know, he'd only count against the cap for I know 7 or 8 million the first year, but, you know, it's, it's that sort of getting him across that, you kind of like, you're showing, okay, okay, we don't think you're going to get 17, 18 million, but we're willing mm. to go up to 15, you know, at least break that barrier of around 15 per year. So I think it's a good, good contract for all and um, it's definitely one I could see as signing.
1: Yeah, we, we, um, I think we even had it higher at one point and we were just kind of looking at at it from a realism and a Joe Shane kind of standpoint. I think we had it as high as 65 across the four years at one point. So we're just kind of like nitpicking little millions here. And and the Giants will do that because they will want the best value for their money, but they could also just push that kind of extra 4 million just to go, okay, sign on the dotted line. Because 4 million for X across four years, it's not a lot. Yeah. Right. Another another one. This will upset <laughs> this, this this will upset Keith, who's already already um shown his colours last season when we were talking about this player. Um we are gonna re sign Saquon Barkley as, as part of our our uh, example here. Um twelve million signing uh twelve million signing bonus, one point five in the first year with a two million Pro-rated bonus uh based on incentives uh that's been an eye-opener looking at non non yeah uh four million in the second year with a four million bonus and then 8.5 in the last year so it's a 32 million deal across three years um i don't think this happens if the salary cap doesn't jump as far I think if the salary cap was in that one four five range me and Kev probably say no Mm -hmm. and Barkley was one of those additions that we kind of came back to we came back to it after we really started looking at the external players and we went actually we probably need to bring Saquon back here um Signing Barkley to a longer-term t- deal with an out after two years kind of keeps the Giants' best offensive weapon in recent times on the team. And it also means that for Barkley, he maybe takes a, sl- a slightly lower deal than he would want, but then he doesn't have to go against the myriad of other backs that have saturated this year's market and could saturate it even further than what we're anticipating mm-hmm. here. So, um, so yeah, so that's all of the Giant free agents.
0: Um, but again, just to talk about Barkley as well, like it gets them to that 10.5 million per year average. I mean, just get yes. him over that sort of like, you know, you're mm-hmm. getting double figures average per year. I mean, we're saying you can get out in the third year. I mean, I mean, I think like the third year we had him at 12 or 13 against the cap, but it only costs like three or four million to cut him. So you're saving like eight or nine million in the last year if you need it, if you need to. So we did kind of structure with that in mind that, you know, we're giving them the plus 10 million per year average, but also that we've got an out after two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Just as a as a player, um, he's already expressed his interest in, in staying with the Giants. So, yeah, so if you look at the kind of roster at this time, uh, which is something we did throughout, is we really did keep an eye on the roster numbers and uh, versus last year as well. Um, there aren't many massive holes, but... There are a few at kind of key positions. I mean, between centre and guard last year, there were eight players on, on the roster who could really play either position. At this time, before we go into the external players, we only have four under contract, so it's mm-hmm. less than half. And and that's kind of where, where you don't realise that the Giants are quite maybe as light. I mean, at tackle, there's only Thomas and Neil outside of the developmental players and the practice squad. Like, yeah. that, that's, a, that's one area that really took a hit, you know, outside linebacker uh, slash defensive end. Thibodeau, Ojolari, Basham, Whitley. Doesn't exactly get, you know, the fires inside burning, does it? So there are still holes on this roster, but I think that's a really good start with the players who are known to the Giants. And then, obviously, we move... We move forward onto the external players.